Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for July 5th. Yes, the calendar only says 2022, but we've got a lot of 2024 news to bring to you on this day after the 4th of July. My colleagues uh, Steve Contorno and Isaac Dovier have done some incredible political reporting over this holiday weekend. I urge you to go to CNN.com slash politics and check it out, taking a look at two real potential contenders should Donald Trump and Joe Biden not be part of the 2024 equation. One Republican name that you hear more often than any other not named Trump is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Now, Governor Ron DeSantis, as you may know, is actually up for re-election this year. So he is seeking a second term, and he is poised to have a very successful re-election effort in the Sunshine State. And even though he knows there is so much conversation and swirl happening about a potential 2024 presidential run, he himself is trying to keep the focus on the re-elect. But the question is, how does he do that while also keeping that 2024 buzz alive? Because that benefits him quite a bit. Well, one way to do that is to show an unbelievable strength in fundraising. My colleague Steve Contorno is reporting that the Florida governor continues to shatter fundraising records. At the end of May, DeSantis was sitting on a $111 million war chest. That is more money than any candidate has ever needed to win an election in Florida ever. Raising that kind of money is clearly a statement to the Republican Party. Hey, look at all the big time donors who are willing to pony up cash for my relatively safe reelection as Florida's governor. That's not why all this money is flowing into Ron DeSantis. It's early investors into a potential 2024 Republican candidate. And Ron DeSantis plays coy when he's asked about it, as he was on Fox and Friends on June 21st. People always, you know, inject my name into it just based off what I'm doing in Florida. And so, you know, we've really uh, gotten more notoriety, not because I'm out trying to do that, just because I'm getting things done for people in my state. According to Contorno's reporting, an individual involved in GOP fundraising in Florida said that DeSantis is expected to raise about $200 million this cycle. He's only going to need half, probably less than half of that, which means he's going to have more than $100 million basically in seed money for a 2024 campaign should he decide to launch one. There is only one other name in the Republican Party who's sitting on that kind of cash. That's Donald Trump, his Save America PAC had $106 million in the bank as of May. No one else comes close to this kind of cash. By the way, there is a question about whether or not DeSantis can use this money raised for a state campaign on a federal race. However, the FEC seems pretty deadlocked on some of these issues, which basically gives a permission structure for candidates to go ahead and try to do so, to sort of redefine campaign finance rules to their advantage. And that's clearly what DeSantis and his team have in mind here. Of course, you don't have a rising star in a party like Ron DeSantis without the other party starting to take some shots. And that's exactly what Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, is doing. Also up for re-election this year in 2022, but is often mentioned 
as a Democrat who could potentially have national stature and make a run for the White House if indeed Joe Biden decides he's not going to seek a second term and a crowded Democratic primary ensues. This, of course, as the White House continues to say repeatedly that Biden does intend to run for re-election. But Newsom sees an opening here to make some hay against Ron DeSantis. He purchased $105,000 worth of airtime on Fox News, which is not an enormous amount of time, but clearly trying to get to Republican voters watching Fox News in Florida with this clear shot at DeSantis. Freedom is under attack in your state. Republican leaders, they're banning books, making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom. Listen to how the DeSantis spokesperson responded to this Newsom move. Quote, Gavin Newsom might as well light a pile of cash on fire, pass the popcorn for his desperate attempt to win back the California refugees who fled the hellhole he created in his state to come to Florida. So they're all too happy to play along in this coast-to-coast battle between the states. During his tenure, Ron DeSantis has been sort of playing his political cards strategically and and with a clear direction. He believes sort of leaning into the culture wars, not dissimilar from the way Donald Trump does, to excite the Republican base. He's done this with what critics have labeled the, quote, don't say gay bill in Florida. He has done this by signing into law a abortion ban for procedures after 15 weeks of pregnancy. And he did this undoubtedly with COVID, Here he is in July of 2020 on the Florida Channel. The choice before us is whether we face our challenges with determination and resolve, guided by evidence, or whether we allow ourselves to become paralyzed by fear. Fear doesn't help us combat the virus. As I said, this is all a bit out of the Trump playbook, but Ron DeSantis doesn't have all that baggage of January 6th uh, that Trump is battling right now. But none of that seems to be swaying Donald Trump, it actually may be accelerating his 2024 decision process. My colleagues here at CNN reported that he is eager to announce his 2024 candidacy early. In fact, our reporting suggested a Trump 2024 announcement could come in the next weeks or months before the midterm election. So just be aware there is this real conversation going on right now about Trump seeing if an early entrance into the race might help him clear the field. But of course, as he's taking on damage right now on January 6th and his legal troubles, clearing the field is becoming less and less likely for him. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.